Hello and welcome to the seventh episode of the Spirit Hunters. This is Patrick. This is Hannah. Sarah. Joe. Megan. Megan. Oh, special guest Megan. Hello. Oh. Uh, I've been downgraded to special guest. I'm going to edit that out. Anyways. <laughs> She's special guest. Special guest Megan. Uh, Megan. <laughs> That's not that far off from my actual name. So I'm editing you know. all of that out. Anyways, <laughs> Megan Merkel. My social security number is six nine six nine four twenty four twenty six nine six nine six nine Tentacon. Last time we learned that tricks aren't just for kids. As we watched Gon and his friends face off against some hardened prisoners in order to make it through the trick tower and pass the third phase of the hunter exam. Today. We'll finish off the arguably dark mini-tournament and see if our heroes prevail. You better get ready. Woo. Bam! Woo. <laughs> yeah, boy. You really you yeah. really accentuated the word hardened there. I think it's hard. hard. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. And on that note... <laughs> on that bombshell. We're going to start with episode 10. Trick to the trick, or Hikake no Kikake. It was released in Japan on December 4th, 2011, and in the U.S. in June 25th, 2016. Uh, the corresponding manga chapters are 19 and 20, uh, which w- the first of those was released on July 18th, 1998. And the 1999 anime episodes are episode 15 and 16. Uh, 15 was first released on February 5th, 2000. Nice. Okay, so going into it, Lorio wants to fight, but he can't since it's a death match and the guy that Kurapika was fighting is technically not dead and Kurapika does not fight breathing losers. Nope. She, he is like, you know what? I'm not going to waste my time. I kicked his ass, so, you know. <laughs> uh, why would I want to waste more time? I'm not talking this any further, Oreo. That, that, that is that. I'm not going to kill him, and that's final. He is surprisingly stubborn. I was kind of like, what the heck? Yeah. I, to... I again maintain he's like, what if Kurama was actually 14? Oh. <laughs> I'm 14 and this... I'm 14 and this is cool. (laughs) No, exactly. Straight up. No, and he's also like, yeah, I'm going to get terrible revenge on my enemies. I'm not afraid of killing. I just don't want to do it right now. (laughs) I don't want to do it. It's funny now you point out that it was if Kron was actually 14, but in the in a Yohaku show, Kron is technically 15 human age, and Kurapika's older than him at 17. Oh, Wait, yeah. Kurapika's yeah, yeah, supposed to be 17? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, Which is why he's so surprised that, like, is only two years older than him. He's like, you're an old man, though. <laughs> I always forget, because, yeah, Gon and Killua are, what, 12? Yeah. yeah 12. <laughs> but I get, and I mean, Kurapika is, like, more mature, but, like, yeah, like the Yu Yu Hakusho characters, the way they were drawn, they were all drawn like Leorio. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yu Yu Leori show. Oh, I, there we I go. That should have been our name. I think the Kurapika being 17 will make more sense the further you get into the series. Because, like, later yeah. parts, it's oh. like, oh, if you were doing this shit and you were 14, this would be a nightmare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I but mean, then again, like, uh, Killua exists, so. <laughs> oh, that's true. You know what? Killua does exist. <laughs> Man, there's a lot of fucked up people in the show, but I oh, guess that's staying the obvious. But uh, but yeah, no, um, I thought it was a really cool scene. Uh, 
yeah, for the for the most part. Uh, kind of annoyed it won't like cut his throat, but I guess maybe you know, it's what it is. It is what it is. He, he's honorable, man. He's Mr. Honor. Hashtag honor. Okay. Now it's time for majority rule. Um, should they kill the bastard or let him live? Tompa's living for all this indecision. <laughs> yeah, they gotta 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 kill him, but unfortunately, they find out that you know it doesn't work like that, right? No, it doesn't. So, like, um, I think it was Kilua and Gon were like, "Let's kill him." Right? Well, no? Kilua was like, "I can kill him. Oh. You don't want to kill him." And <laughs> yeah. Gon was like, uh, "I I'm, I'm with Karafika. We should oh, just yeah. wait till he wakes up." To see if he'll surrender or not, and the Oreos like kill him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's like, and they try, and they try to do the initiate the vote. Well, Leorio tried to, mm-hmm. and it's basically nothing happens. Like, wait, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't work like that. You need to. It has to be a decision that's you know for the that's that's given by the the examiners. I think right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and Tompa's like having this inner monologue, thing, thinking like, "Oh, this is gonna fuck everyone over." <laughs> basically, yeah. he's also Tompa's pretty smart in a way. He's just like he made like a criminal decision, like you know, with the numbers are pretty um, anonymous, right? Mm-hmm. Or like the yes or no, or the X or the O, or whatever they press. Yeah. But the but the way the Oreo wanted to try to do it was like, you raise your hand so you know who's voting for what, and like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's and he like inner monologue this inner decision. The fact that he raises his hands means that it's going to show indecision and <laughs> make him isolated from the group making his decisions not matter. So it'll further isolate them. So it's like this whole analysis thing. It's like okay, that's that's cool, dude. It so kind of, for us though. It it just kind of reminding me. Of light from <laughs> Death Note, like every time he had like those inner monologues, you like. I'll take Damn. a potato chip and <laughs> vote. I was gonna say Lippo's just in the control room, just like I'm gonna take a pocky and eat it. <laughs> but Lippo's just eating chips. It's Tompa who's doing like the excessive monologues, oh, or yeah, like while sure. doing literally nothing. For He's sure, just I, I was there as say... exposition almost. Mm-hmm. So I was going to say, so interestingly enough, in a much later part of the like anime, like which you'll get to, there's a part that a lot of people interpret. I don't know if this is a direct quote from Togashi, but a lot of people interpret it as like Togashi actually does not really like democracy that much because oh. of the politicians it produces. I'm not sure if he dislikes democracy for its outcomes or democracy for the people who become in charge. There's like a mm. distinction there that could be made. But um, this could actually be in some ways not foreshadowing in the story sense, but foreshadowing in terms of like showing his own political beliefs early. Just the idea that like democracy can be a trap depending on how it's implemented. Mm-hmm. The, only doc- the only democracy he believes in is kicking people's heads off with giant anime legs. Yes. <laughs> to be fair, he he believed in democracy at the end of Yu Hakusho where they had a fightocracy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it didn't work, so obviously, you know, democracy is a failure. Yeah, that part this, the, the entirety of Hunter x Hunter is actually just a statement on the things he disliked about the end of that, maybe. <laughs> oh, oh man, God. imagine if that that's the real analogy. He made it shitty on purpose, so that way it's like, hey, this is this is why democracy sucks. So <laughs> yeah, but it turns out it was just a really shitty metaphor, and so he's like, I gotta make a better like metaphor for this, and like ten years later, he's like, I did it. I did it, guys. <laughs> Don't worry. I did, guys. No shitty, no shitty parts. <laughs> All right, so... Um, okay, um, then we cut to Hisoka, who is about to fight Togari. It's a fight. 
Revenge. Cue the flamenco guitar. And then we have a, like dancing girl emoji, clown emoji, knife emoji. That <laughs> that's, like my, <laughs> that's like my favorite emoji. Actually, that's the whole show. That's the whole show. <laughs> that's actually my favorite, my favorite emoji of all times, the dancing girl emoji. Mine too. Love that one. So Sagari was the examiner that Hisoka tried to, you know, Take kill out. off the mm. last time. Yeah, I wanted to apologize. I thought that he had killed the examiner, but on rewatching this, it clearly stated that this was the guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now he killed him. But like, <laughs> maybe spoiler. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, well, we're about to say basically, Takari had like these flying, like flying blades that were kind of curved, mm-hmm. and he was like, shoo, 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 like you know, <laughs> like you think two is cool. Check this out. Yeah. It has fucking four of those things. Yeah, he like throws two, then he has another two, and I th- mm-hmm. does he hit. The flying ones are already in the air with the ones in his hands, or did I see that wrong? I don't remember. Maybe. I, he I, does I, a lot of crazy shit. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of crazy sword play. You know, it's, I yeah. mean, that that level of sword play is just advanced levels of sword play. So, I mean, you can only Megan, do, do you think so he much. Was doing this with aerodynamics or with the power system that has not yet been introduced? I thought about that when I watched this. I'm pretty sure it was with the power system. Whoa. Yeah, otherwise I'm like, I don't know how the fuck these would work. Yeah. I think he yeah. just, like, like, throws them really hard. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. When you learn more about Hisoka, I think you'll you'll be like, oh, it kind of makes more sense. But I don't know. Like, I can't say for certain that uh, Tagashi was, like, mm-hmm. implementing his his traits now and like kind of sowing those seeds until we learn more about it mm-hmm. or it's one of those things that like yeah this could work too like yeah like, i'm, not, I'm not sure whether or not it is but it would actually fit pretty well like so mm-hmm. i don't think that's necessarily evidence but it does fit nicely because like when you find out what hisoka's power is you're like oh this is actually the easiest thing on the planet for him to counter row row fight the power <laughs> but uh but yeah no I, I thought the i thought the scene was pretty intense i mean the the whole thing, he walks in these giant staircases, it lights up, he's sitting on the floor. I've been waiting for you, boy. <laughs> or probably, that's probably not what he sounds like in the dub. That's how I, was I interpret say, did it. did you watch the dub? Is that what he sounds like? Oh, no. <laughs> Hell, it's about so. time. I think God. Tommy said it was, no, Tommy said it was, because um, he, I don't know, Tommy has a really good ear. I thought he said it was, whoever plays this guy, I think also plays another villain in, like, the same episode. Oh, really? Nice. He that's, plays some, uh, that's some so. 90s Funimation shit right there. <laughs> yeah, like, it's just like, a, oh, we'll just... But I mean, like, to be fair, there's so many characters, like, this eventually you're going to have to recycle. Gotta save um, for budget reasons. I mean, yeah. they got Dimple as, uh, as Tonpa, so, I mean, you know... <laughs> hey, that's perfect casting. It actually is. I really love Dimple. He's, like, my favorite character on that show. But, uh... Yeah. Anyways, um, did you want to... Yeah, so basically, t- Rip Tagari, he's... He died by his own flying blades when um, Hisoka threw them back at him, beheading him. It was done tastefully through like a shadow versus tasteful like, shadow. <laughs> yeah. So, and then Hisoka. I have, I have a real through. quick question about the decapitation thing. Yeah. Do you, Do you guys know if there's any codified thing against decapitation in anime generally? The reason I ask is I was listening to a podcast like literally before showing up today. Mm-hmm. Where they were talking about how in Japan, video games that have decapitation in Western release do not in Japanese release, even if that, you get the quote unquote goriest version. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. actually, that is a thing because it's like the, I guess, the PMESRB sort of thing where it's like 
So it's probably that they have the same standards. So you know, because mm-hmm. video games, you think about it, has the same standards like like you know movies and stuff in Japan. So like you know the hentai, it has to be censored to an extent. Uh, like the like mm-hmm. there's like it has to have some sort of censorship. No decapitation and hentai. No decapitation. Yeah, that, that's you definitely can't do that. Decapitation hentai. Uh uh-uh. uh. So no uh no uh no goro for you guys. <laughs> Anyways, um, but no. I guess that's the that sort of follows that same guideline like the U.S. where it's like you know no you know sex in the games which gets AO ratings and stuff like that mm. but but yeah so yeah no that's probably what happened because obviously he got his head cut off so you gotta even in JoJo I think they had some censored stuff as well in that nature yeah mm-hmm. yeah this decapitation plays out differently in different versions and we'll talk about that later but like it is hmm. very weird to see the different ways people get around it or not. Interesting. It's kind of interesting though, because isn't isn't like decapitation a big Japanese trope sort of thing? So it definitely. What, what's interesting is decapitation was actually a very common thing in Japan in the Middle Ages. <laughs> yeah, that, that's sort of what I meant. Except you said it's smarter than I did. <laughs> yeah, it was the only way to prove that you like actually killed a bounty target. Oh. So like basically, samurai would walk around battlefields like collecting heads and putting them on their belt. Like with like, the top knot. So was that like a up? thing? Did yeah, they use their, like, hair? Okay. Yeah, they would tie them by the hair. So I wonder if... So a lot of, like, the censorship in Japan is resultant from, like, trying to appeal to Western sensibilities during the Industrial Age. Like, basically Japan trying to blend in with, like, the West. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder if they're like, oh, we gotta quit doing this, guys. <laughs> like, because, like, Japan, like, before that, like, produced a lot of erotic art that was just sold everywhere, like, on street corners. Like, Japan, like, actually Okake, produced... Yeah. Um... Ah, oh, frick! What is it called? Shunga. No, I was thinking of um, UK UKOA, but like that's a different thing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there were some there were some very thirsty UKOA as well. Mm-hmm. Thirst. It's, you can't say like the Europeans weren't freaky deaky before the Victorian age. So <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> like everyone how... everyone tried to desexualize themselves to to sort of follow in the quote unquote footsteps of like the northwestern Europeans at a certain point. But before that, everyone was. Freaky deaky everywhere. <laughs> freaky deaky time. Freaky deaky all the time. That's the name of episode. Freaky deaky everywhere. Anyways. Freaky deaky, freaky deaky show. Anyways. Uh, okay, so Hisoka's the first one to pass the third phase. Man, his, he got it easy. Yeah, his time? No, he didn't. He's just that good. Yeah. His time, six hours and 17 minutes. Really? So wait, what I wanted to know is huh. that you know how, like, the, technically the examiners don't know which path you're going to take quite mm-hmm. yet? How the fuck did Togari figure out Hosoka's path and get to him in time? Well, is he's also like... a hunter, so, you know. Oh, Togari is? Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. that's fair. That's fair. He's been training for six months for this. Oh, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> I know. It's like, it took me six months to learn the flying blade technique. And isn't it like I a couldn't... year? Oh, uh, he said six months in the dub. That no, I, I, meant, I meant, like, isn't the, 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 the exams every year, right? Yeah. He might have mm-hmm. been, like, in a coma for six months <laughs> or something, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was in, yeah, I was thinking that. I was like, yeah, maybe he got his ass beaten to, sh- to hell, so. That's hmm. entirely possible. <laughs> I gotcha, yeah. So he's he's finishing flexing with his cards. So it's a, it's mm-hmm. a good time. Yeah. Okay, and then we go back to our lo- to our team, and basically the question is, is the blue guy, Maj- blue man, <laughs> blue man, Majitani. That's how you pronounce it, Majitani. Mm-hmm. Ma- Majitani. Yeah. Majitani. Is he alive or is he dead? The group places a bet based on time. If they lose fifty hours, then their time limit will be shortened by 
50 hours. Um, I don't know if you guys want to elaborate on that. That's like how I kind of shorten up the rules, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So so essentially what happens is that, you know, he walks in and, you know, she she says, okay, we were going to play uh, place bets for this phase of the tournament. So for every for every fifth, so for every for every time that you lose, it's fifty hours off your exam. But every time we lose, it's fifty. It's it's like if sorry if we if we win, it's fifty years off our sentence. So yeah. this is by years, and theirs are by hours. Yeah. So at the at the end, when they lost fifty hours, each of them like got off by fifty years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but all of them have hundred. Well, I mean, plus... I mean, besides one one particular member, though. So, mm-hmm. but we'll talk about all that of later. them have hundred plus sentences, like hundred plus year sentences. Yeah. So fifty hours is just like, yeah, okay. I guess you'll like maybe see one day of light outside of prison before you die of old age. But okay, unless like, they're allowed to do this every year. Right, like one of them. Like I think two of them are relatively young. So like maybe. <laughs> A lot of them are free and terrorists. So I don't know why they'd even want to. Like a hundred years is probably lenient. Yeah. I mean, I'm guessing this facility is like them going through ADX Florence and uh, Colorado, but... Yeah, does, uh, does, I guess, uh, does Japan have not have the death penalty? I'd assume they don't, because most no, countries they, they on do. the planet they don't. Just they killed, do. They, they just killed, um, the, that leader that did the, the bombing, the, sorry, the, oh, the, the sarin gas attacks. Guy? Yeah. Oh, okay, so do they have it, but it's rare? Probably. Yeah. Okay. You have to do something fucked up like that to be, to... Do it, but even in yeah, the like U.S., a- it's kind of not been as popular. So, capital punishment is legal in Japan. It is applied in practice only for murder, and executions are carried out by hanging. Oh, hanging. Wow! wow. Really? Holy shit! Wow, that's hanging. Shit. Jesus Christ! <sighs> according to according to Wikipedia. So you know what? Fuck it. Dang. Let's just go with crucifixion. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, jeez, America. The worst you get is maybe like. Like you know the was it the lethal injection? But damn, <laughs> fucking well, drawn quarter a dude. Let's do it. Well, actually, uh, in in Colorado, they actually had a thing where you could pick your execution, and I think just recently somebody picked firing squad. Oh my, oh my god, god. Dang. <laughs> yeah. dude! I guess that's one way to go. <laughs> it, that yeah, that's fucked up. But no, uh, per, the way that it works is that they I won't go in, much into it. Basically, one of, one of them has a blank, other one else has bullets, and they all shoot at the same time. Oh. But yeah, it's it's really fucked up. Uh, what but anyways, well, anyways, on that bombshell. Um, the female prisoner that's been calling all the shots, her name is Leirut. She's been serving a 112-year sentence for trafficking, endangered wildlife, and illegal gambling. So That's not that too bad. That seems like a lot. I'm going to put that out there. It's like 112 l- years for gambling and like endangered wildlife? Hey. She's probably sneaking in all the equivalent of red pandas for like medicinal purposes. Or well, I mean, something I mean like you, that. Saw, you saw that killer forest. I mean, yeah. look what they had. I mean, to be honest, it could have been oh. used for like like warfare and stuff. So mm-hmm. like it just some... occurred to me: the hunter hunter world has actually a really big problem with invasive species. So I could actually oh. kind of see this. Uh, Megan probably knows what I'm talking about, but yeah. Yep. 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 Do you yep. know? Do you know if any <laughs> any of the species have like intelligence on par with a human? Uh, yeah, That's like Kirikos are wild animals. They're magical yeah. oh. beasts. Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't know that technically counted. Yeah, yeah, so you know what? I can actually see this because if you that's, introduce that's something like... that's intelligent and terrifying, it could yeah. be a problem. Yeah, yeah. N- n- that's literally levels of human trafficking, even though it's technically not humans. It's the... Yeah, it didn't occur to me. That's probably, that's probably what's up. 
Yeah, and especially if the yeah, um, well, we won't get into the, the awfulness of trafficking, but anyways, um, yeah, she's a yeah, she probably deserved what she got. Probably, I would. I also surprised. thought at first I was like, that's weird. Like everyone else was like a a child murderer. <laughs> like <laughs> she just gambled a little bit. Like, ee. but no, it makes sense. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so. We, like, um, find out that Machitani is actually alive. And the reason why you find out is um, he's, like, having an inner monologue. And his dub voice is surprisingly nasally. Yeah. (laughs) Sounds like like some some Weevil Underwood stuff. Yeah. And so, um, basically, Leorio decides to place a bet whether or not he's actually unconscious or not and that like causes um blue man machitani to freak out um so like leorio is like you know what let's push him off the edge (laughs) (laughs) because originally he was just dragging his body and everyone was just watching and yeah and so basically at one point leorio has Machitani over the edge and he's like well if he's dead he's dead and if he's alive he's alive so I don't yeah. know if anyone wants to elaborate on that one yes. I do I think this highlights a lot of the ways in which Leorio and Kuwabara are different actually mm-hmm. yeah. um, so Kuwabara has like the strong like honor thing and while Leorio is a good dude on the inside he doesn't care about honor Yeah, like he's much more roguish than Kuwabara which I think is interesting um, well, another thing I want to point out is something that just occurred to me is Larut maybe I don't think this is on purpose, but like is kind of like Sakyo, mm. like the person trafficking in possibly magical animals, and like also a major gambler, like interestingly mm. possible. But does she have the long anime legs? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> no. uh, well, I mean, Loyura probably knows, but you know, Loyura does know. But uh, but anyways, uh, basically it was kind of weird in the dub because basically what happened. I don't know. Did you guys notice like the the dub differences from the sub at all? That watched both. I only watched the dub this time. Yeah, gotcha. I only watched the dub this time. Too. But there, there's a big difference where mm-hmm. when he was falling off the edge, he was like, "I'm blue. If I fall, then I'll die. If he if I fall, then I'll die." Fuck you! Did he actually say that? <laughs> no, he didn't okay. say that. I would have flipped my entire head if he said that. <laughs> no, he nice. didn't. <laughs> No, but, I would have uh, flipped my entire shit. <laughs> I would have laughed, but <laughs> yep. Yeah, but yeah, he just basically pulled. I was like, "Oh nope, you win, you win." I, I'm too, uh, I'm too pretty for the shit, and yeah. basically <laughs> went back to his corner and was like, "Whoa!" But the thing that annoyed me is that she was able to change her bet. Yeah, like it's like yeah. what the hell? You can't do that. Yeah. It's, imagine poker. Oh no, I changed my mind. Oh, to put to twenty five on black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was annoying. So, wow, did I just say poker put 25 on black? <laughs> I'm an idiot. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Sorry hey, about that, guys. It's okay, man. I'm a little offended, but it's okay. <laughs> that's craps, um, right? Yep. No, it's okay. a roulette. Yeah, I was going to say, roulette? that's roulette. Uh, 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 isn't but... that what you do with pistols? Yes. No, that's, that's Russian, Russian roulette. roulette. I got you. Well, the same concept, you know, depending on what, it, how much you put down, if you lose it, then, you know, psh- <laughs> but anyways, anyways. Uh, dark humor aside. <laughs> oh, so basically, Machani um, breaks um, out of character and he quits. He find, He's like, fuck you guys. I find prison safer than dealing with all you crazies. And um, they like ask, like, how did you know, Lorio, that he was still alive? And 
using his pre-med knowledge, he says that he could see uh, Machitani's eye movements that kind of gave him away that he was still awake. Yeah, he, he basically flashed the, the flashlight in his eyes and and yeah. basically saw his his pupils were, I guess, not correct. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know this medicine stuff. Yeah. If you're, I think if you're unconscious, your pupils will... Or not your pupils. Your I think it's rapid eye movement. Like your eyes twitch. Yeah, they I was going to say I think it's a rapid eye movement thing yeah. because pupil dilation will still occur normally yeah, no unless you are brain damaged. Hmm. Yeah, that's my favorite band, by the way. But anyways. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So now. Um, rapid eye movement. <laughs> so now the prisoners they have eighty hours of or eighty wait eighty hours while the um, our group has twenty hours. So right now. Our team has like a two to one lead. Can, can also, I say something? Oh, uh, yes. you, you first. I, I've spoken a lot. Okay, I was just gonna say that this is like a whole side bet that doesn't even. Yeah, exact, exactly. That's what I was gonna fucking say. They're using two currencies. <laughs> it's like a complete other like. This like there wasn't. This wasn't an official match. This is like a unnecessary. They could have probably just dragged him off, and we're like, all right, like if you die, you die. Like you didn't really have to go into this bet. There is nothing obliging anybody from coming into this bet because it wasn't even like Kurapika's the one who checked. Is Leorio? Yeah, anyways, <laughs> I know this is pretty dark, but couldn't he basically just like eat her off the edge and just win? I mean, because he doesn't have. They don't have to. It's like whoever is is still alive after it. So just no. That was that was a special arrangement that was made in Ben Dot's case. Like he specifically oh. said, it's a death match. Oh. But I do wonder what happens if he just yeeted her off the edge. Do you think that? Well, we we'll have pin- to call in the dark tournament committee to find out. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, is she really going to be missed? No. <laughs> Anyone got orange juice? I, I think just, <laughs> I think it would. They had to establish what the challenge would be at the beginning. So if you all. Violate any terms, like if it's not, like it's it's it was like bet, not yeet. So if, yeah. <laughs> if someone yeeted when they were supposed to bet, then it would violate the terms of the match. So I think that's and why. I mean, yeah. sometimes I was like, yeet everyone off this platform. Yeah. Like, what are you guys wasting so much time it's for? Like, I place a bet. I bet. I bet eighty hours that when I yeet you off the edge, you'll not survive. <laughs> uh, but um, I can go into the title explanation. Um, so yeah, the English title is "Tricked to the Trick" or "Hikake no Kake Kikake," and the ka in both in both is the character um, to hang or suspend. Mm-hmm. Um, so looking kind of breaking it down, there's like this literal translation of hook, catch, trap, cheat and snare um in sumo there's this technique where the attacker will grab his opponent's arm with both hands and pull him and pull him past him to while moving backwards and to the side and in stocks there's a pattern analysis used for determining uh, market turning points that will encourage unsuspecting traders and investors to adopt a false assumed future uh um, for mm-hmm. Hikake Joe, you might be honest. Is there a throw in judo called Hikake? Something like Hikake? Uh, 
I I was trying to remember because honestly, like when I heard this description, it made me think of like wrestling style outside two on one yeah. rather than a judo thing. But I wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised if there is a hikake in judo. But it's probably like hikake and then some other word. Like yeah, like, like it's not just the word hikake. It's yeah, it's something else. Okay, because hmm. like. I was thinking about that. I'm like, this sounds like reading the when you read the sumo description. I was like, this sounds like a throw we do, not just in judo but in jujitsu too, because jujitsu yeah. takes from ju- ju- judo. Um, yeah, the, or the two things that makes me think of are like outside two on one, and then uh, Russian style sambo outside two on one to like uh, leg lock takedown. Okay, um, and if you guys don't know what that is, um, who've never wrestled judoed or jujitsued. Uh... <laughs> This won't make any sense. It's <laughs> cool. outside two on one. Just, just basically imagine people getting thrown a lot in judo. Like oh. imagine Karate Kid, except uh, he actually outside... does an outside two on one to uh, the guy with the mask in Genkai's tournament. But then a uh, Kibano, and then Kibano just fucking throws him over his head. Are you saying outside two on one like a takedown, like a like a shot, or are you no, saying outside no, no, no. two on outside one, two on like one a... the arm grab? Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. So two yeah. arms on one arm. Yep. Okay. And if you guys ever played Metal Gear Solid 3, a lot of the, the, the throws and techniques that he used in CQC kind of originate a lot from judo and sort of th- that sort of martial arts. To be fair, if you watch a lot of anime with fighting things, um, sometimes it's just like, you know, cr- like I feel like Dragon Ball Z is a pretty good example, at least like the original mm-hmm. animated version. A lot of it's just like fast punching that you can't really distinguish and like... Like, they have a stance, and then, like, the actual action is kind of hard to animate, so they don't have a lot of technique to it. But if you watch more modern anime, like Attack on Titan, if you've ever seen... the, They actually use real wrestling and jujitsu and judo moves, like, within, like, things you can probably emulate for yourself, which is kind of nuts. Yeah, yeah it's, the guy it's who, big uh... towards the beginning of it, like, the like when they do the training and the, the sparring, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, then the, and then they'll bring it on later in the series, but... What were you saying, Joe? Oh, I was saying the guy who does Attack on Titan is an MMA fan. Oh, that makes a lot of sense now because I was like hype. <laughs> he based the uh, Armored Titan on uh, Brock Lesnar. Wow, that makes so much sense now. <laughs> he was like my favorite wrestler growing up, but I seriously wish that uh, the Armored Titan would F5 uh, Aaron. <laughs> We've actually talked about this on a previous episode anyways. Anyways, oh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to uh, be impossible so... now though. RIP Armored Titan. <laughs> Yeah, so the second word is uh, kikake, which literally means start, chance, clue, slash lead. Broken down, it means cut, a hanging, or suspension. So it's kind of like if you have a spring-loaded trap, like a uh, you know knife attached to a rope, and the rope is attached to like bamboo. If you cut that, you know it will shoot out and stab the person. Um, so oh, Jesus the Christ! Way... <laughs> You've seen that type of trap before, right? I've seen like the bucket on the door, <laughs> the string. <laughs> Like, I don't yeah, remember this being part of Home Alone. <laughs> yeah, like Home. Oh yeah, Home Alone was vicious. Yeah, I, I oh gotta admit, God. guys, I, th- I think my favorite trap has to be the spikes and the hidden pit one. Oh, from the uh, the exam where they're like running. Well, I was gonna say like in like in Vietnam, but that too. Yeah, I think this. I think that's oh. alternately called punji sticks and like a couple other things. But yeah, in Vietnam they did that. I'm not gonna go into the details because it's actually super morbid. Uh, yeah, let's... Kurama, uh, in in one of the flashbacks in Yu Hakusho near the end of the show, they showed Yomi falling into one of those traps and not getting killed, but everyone around him died. Oh, oh yeah, I remember that. Wait, didn't those... But I thought those things grew out of the ground. It's like... Uh, no, those ones didn't, because he wasn't fighting Kurama. It was just oh. a metal trap. Got it, got it, got it. Uh, but real quick, so if you put those two words together, it literally translates more to the trap's trick or the trap's mechanic. And so, hence the English title being The Trick to the Trick, as in 
the trick as in like the way that you understand the mechanic and the trick is in the deceit. So it actually works as a really good pun once you break it down. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Gotcha. All right. So, Patrick, so hit us up with the manga. Yep. On in terms of the manga addendum, uh, Leorio sporting no glasses in the bandage Leorio, which is kind of different from the one now. Actually, I don't remember. He doesn't have a suit right now, right? Or does he get that back? I don't remember. It's so I can't remember the anime. So yeah, basically, and it's yeah. I guess they put it back to make him more recognizable. But mm-hmm. um, Hisoka's entrance is a little bit less dramatic. Like it's not like you know giant stairs and all. It's just basically him walking through the room. It's like let's fight now, and they just start fighting, and it, and everything in the fight seems that way. It's like nothing over dramatic. And actually, let me actually I have a picture of it. Let me get that. But they actually have the the head was a lot more gorier. They actually showed the decapitation. I actually made a meme of it on our Facebook group. Uh, <laughs> if you guys wanna, I don't know if you guys saw that at all. But this is the. Oh this wow! Is, this Ooh. is what happened. Ooh. That's gonna be gruesome. Oh, that's a. Uh... And if you picture. like blood and gore, check out our Facebook group at the UU. Oh wait, what are we now? The Spirit Hunters. Spirit Hunters. <laughs> We're all about I've been murder, gone for a death, while, guys. <laughs> and and check out our soon to be Goro section where we finish. We'll pick out the best oh, of Goro. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yep. And then uh, Hisoka catches the blades in the frame instead of doing the silhouette thing where it's like I don't know if you remember. It's like it it like faked out that he got stabbed. It just showed him instantly catching them. Like ha, take this. And then, um, yeah, in the next frame, you know, Tagoria's head is decapitated, sitting in a pool of blood. So hot stuff. He bet Majitani's out cold first rather than if he's dead. Mm. So versus, you know, because I think it was like, oh, if he's straight up dead. But it's like if he's out cold, then it's like if he's dead. So there's like two different bets in there. It it bothers me so much that Kurapika, once Leorio changed, like once LaRoot changed her bet, wasn't like, Leorio, fucking do not do this bet. What are you doing, you idiot? <laughs> yeah, I think she, I think he was sort of in his own head playing some Linkin Park, whatever edgy kids I wanna do. I want to run away, never yeah. say goodbye. But speaking of, Itali- yeah, speaking of Italian dudes, any of you guys see McMillions yet? Mm-mm. That's oh, really good. Oh, that's the one about the, 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 the peel-off McDonald's scam thing. Yeah, it actually like, was weirdly connected to the Colombo mob family, which is really weird. That's actually fairly strange. Yeah, Whoa. but anyways, you want to do the, uh, the 1999 uh, ma- manga addendum? Or, sorry, the anime addendum, Joe. Yeah, so uh, Tagari, like, there's a couple differences. It takes place in a hallway, and he's a failed applicant rather than a failed examiner, which is kind of a weird mistake. Um, his head is shown seemingly decapitated. Like, they just show, like, his head, and he's, like, all fucked up. And then they zoom out, and it's just clearly on his body still, but he's dead. Like, I think that was how they got past the uh, decapitation censorship thing, by being like, he's not actually decapitated, but we're going to imply it for a bit. Um, and then they bet on whether Majitani is dead. Like, this is done by Bendot rather than Larut. And uh, in this version, they use an earpiece to communicate with Majitani rather than a piece of paper, which is, like, actually a lot more believable. <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's less believable. How the hell are they getting an earpiece in a prison? Uh, I mean, they're they're probably supplied by, like, the Hunter Committee. I mean, I guess, but, like, I think that's... I don't know. The reason I don't think the papers is believable is because the way that it works is they leave it on the ground in front of him. He then has to... He then had to sneak it into his mouth to eat it so they wouldn't see it. But how did he do that while everyone was staring at him? Uh, Well, they weren't all staring at him. They had melodrama about the vote thing and to kill him. 
I guess, but it's still like, that's still a lot of people in one room who could possibly see it, which is why I think the earpiece thing makes more sense. I guess, but it's like, you know, how are you going to smuggle that? That's like, what, like a hundred cigarettes? If you assume currency? that the Hunter committee like was like, you can have this dog. I guess. I don't know. I like the idea that him, him smuggling like cigarettes and trading them for the earpiece. Yeah, I guess. Uh, so, yeah, do you guys have any thoughts about those differences? Like, did, did any of you were just like, why would they do this or... Uh, I kind of like the, I kind of agree with the earpiece. I guess it Mm -hmm. makes more sense than the piece of paper. The only thing I was thinking, well, he must have been facing the side. Wajitani must have been facing the side with the prisoners, and he just quickly ate the piece of paper as fast as he could before the the other side could notice. But I'm like, what? It's just kind of gross. Like, what if he just had a really long tongue and he managed? Because the finger oh, looked kind oh, of no, far no. away from his face. I'm like, Ooh. I don't know how else would he be able to reach it. It was just, it's just weird. It's, it's like Gene like, Simmons as Majitani. <laughs> it's like, what that tongue do? <laughs> it's just, this is like a weird, a weird episode overall. Yeah, very weird. So uh, on to the next episode, uh, mm-hmm. episode eleven, Trouble with the Gamble. Ganbaru de Torabaru, which is, you know, gambling. Gamble and trouble. It's, <laughs> it's, it's real. Yeah, there's not going to be an explanation here because that's it. Uh, in Japan, this was released on December 11th, 2011, and July 9th, 2016. The manga chapters are 21 and 22, with 21 being released on August 3rd, 1998. And the 99 episodes are 16 through 20, but that's not entirely accurate because 18 through 20 are actually entirely filler episodes. But so, uh, so 16 and 17, with 16 being released on February 12, 2000. So mm-hmm. take it away, Hannah. Um, so basically, we have the next bet is Le Route. Le Route. Le Route. Le Route. Le Route. Is Le Route a girl or a guy? Obviously, we know, but our. Heroes do not, so Leorio says guy. But his reasoning is that it's a win-win for him if he's wrong because he gets to check out her body regardless. Gross. Wouldn't yeah. he be able to check out... Okay, this is gross, but <laughs> also, wouldn't he be able to, quote, check out her body to make sure she's not a guy if she was a... Like, if she, he met girl too? I Yeah, I think so. And, like, earnestly, like, this is, like, a very clumsily written section of the manga like yeah. this, yesterday like last episode i said i hate this next episode because i thought this happened last episode but this is the one where i'm just like why like this is badly written a stupid joke and fucking gross yeah it's like it was very uh, 90s pervy humor like yeah like, yeah it's it's like okay but in what situation would this be like a okay thing even in duress of a bet like <laughs> and she's like oh you can do it's like it, it's just like it's just, it's just weird. I'm like, how Roku of you, Liario, to take that, take her up on that. <laughs> She's clearly manipulating you, and you're following it for for it, bro. To cop a feel. <laughs> okay, so another thing that's like really like weird that I I have to chalk this up to some Japanese cultural meme that I'm unaware of. 
But, mm-hmm. like, after he, like, feels her up, like, it shows, like, heat lines or something coming off of his hand. And, like, in the West, that would signify some, like, real gross shit while, like, I'm like, is that what's going on here? Or is it more just the idea of being in proximity with, like, someone... A woman? Yeah, like, a woman, like, makes you, like, warm and that's what that's about? Because, like, yo, in the West, that implication would be, like, way more of invasive of a search. Yeah. Yeah. I think in the... I think for... I feel like I can, you can look at it two ways. Either he he was molesting her, like let's call it molesting. I know she was she technically like put this bed up just to trick him, but like I think he either molested her so hard that the friction burn on his hand. Oh God, what the fuck? Jesus no. Christ! That's not what happened. Or oh, God. or like you know when you get, you blush, your your face gets red, right? And, and like, your it whole gets body warm. Hits, yeah, heats so, up. Like, so like the I think the part that touched like a sensitive area which i'm gonna just assume like child me like he touched her boobies um yeah let's hope that's what's let's up. just let's just like he touched her tit we're good moving on like yeah um, uh, uh, uh got warm <laughs> i don't know I mean, yeah but like the more you think about this one section i know it's like a really small section of this episode but it like leads to like bigger implications the more it's just like oh man like that's so <laughs> Yeah, it's fucking outdated. Gross. It's it's kind of it's interesting in a I mean it's an anime so like no Yikes. one was harmed in the making of this but like but still it's the idea. It's like, yeah, the uh, idea that like this is this is like played off as a joke or mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, it's uh pretty um weird. Yeah, like all uncomfortable. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Um their next bet is going to be rock paper scissors and the stakes is that it's like they could gain or lose 80 hours, correct? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like an all or nothing sort of bet. Yeah. Wait, I thought it was 50 hours because they have 80. No, it was 80 hours on their end, but because they they can only bet the maximum they have, they mm-hmm. bet whatever they have left. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So, um, Leirut is like, I can read your mind, bitch. And then <laughs> that's what she's. That's what she thinks. And then Leorio is like starting to panic and at the disco. Yeah, panic at the disco. Tompa actually like I think he has like an inner monologue saying like oh no, it was Kiloa and Kurpika and Gon they were talking about it and they were like, Oh no, Leorio's freaking out. He's gonna use a rock away too much and that ends up happening. Yeah, okay, so I'm wondering if this was just 99, but I forget, did they talk, did Leorio say, like, I'm actually a champion at Rock, Paper, Scissors? Yeah, he said that in the, in the show, he's like, yeah. oh man, I'm like the best at this. Okay, so the strategies they're talking about then should be obvious to him. Like, this doesn't make any sense, like, like so in Japan, Rock, Paper, Scissors is considered like an actual thing, not mm-hmm. just random chance. Yeah. Like, it's considered as a psychology battle, which is why you see it in other mm-hmm. anime and also in video games and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't understand how these things that they're running off, which are considered basic rock, paper, scissors psychology in Japan, are a revelation to Leorio, who is apparently a champion of this. I think the, I think it's a, a situation of, of big fish in a small pond. Mm-hmm. But Possibly. It's like, because, like, you know, I know people that are really good at magic, but, you know, once they get on another level, it's like, at least for me, like, my friends, I think I'm pretty good at it. But when I get to, like, the pros, it's like, I'm like a scrub compared to everybody else, so... That's possible. It might Maybe be that Leora situation. Maybe just beating up on kids and rock paper scissors. I mean, yeah. it would, I mean, <laughs> <He likes children. laughs> let's be honest. After that, that whole thing, the whole thing in the last part, I wouldn't be surprised if that's what he did. So kind of seems unsavory in that regards. Yeah, um, I think you know what also is funny: rock paper scissors. This is, I think, the is this the first mention? 
everybody of rock, paper, scissors in this anime. Um, I think it is. Which mm-hmm. is interesting because I know this is a spoiler alert, kind of not really. Um, I'm not going to say which character, but um, there's a character in the future that heavily relies on rock, paper, scissors as their main mode of attack. Um, I know that sounds crazy, but like when you see it, it'll make more sense. And it's interesting that this, like just the game Rock, Paper, Scissors is brought up at hey, this Joe. point between a character that does it. What's up? Wasn't there another character on a certain show that we watched that had their main ability being Rock, Paper, Scissors? Yeah, in JoJo, there's a character whose entire power is based on Rock, Paper, Scissors. Oh. I think well. his name His name is Boy, Boy, to, Boy to Man. Wait, oh yeah, holy crap, that predates the Hunter Hunter one. But again, since uh, Rock, Paper, Scissors is such a big deal in Japan and mm-hmm. features in a lot of manga, I don't think that yeah. was an influence. No, I just thought it was a funny reference to slide more JoJo references, you know? Yeah, for sure. Like, that's another example. Like, it's prominently featured there. It's also, I think, more important to the character that Megan's talking about is prominently mm-hmm. featured in original Dragon Ball. Goku uses it as a kung fu technique. Oh, does he really? Yeah, which is why when later character who is very like Goku uses it, <laughs> Uh, it shouldn't be surprising. Was that in the uh, that first tournament that he did uh, in Dragon Ball, or was that later? Yeah, like they're like, oh, I'm going to do rock, paper, scissors style, and Jackie Chun, who is a character that hasn't been seen since back then. I don't know who he is. Yeah, I, I, who is Jackie Chun? Who is Jackie Chun? Uh, it's the mass fighter. But he, he like is doing like rock, paper, scissors, and then like Goku just fucking punches him in the face in the middle of it. La, legit. There's more to it than that, but yeah. I think that may be the thing that the later character in this show is going for. Is that actually his name in the sub, Jackie Chun, or is it something else? I think it's Jackie Chun. I'd have to look huh. it up. Mm. Anyways. Um, Anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah, so um, with the, like, Lorio using Rock way too much, he ends up losing, and LeRoot wins, and basically our team gets a 50-hour penalty. And she's like, <laughs> you guys suck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just thought of something. Holy mm-hmm. crap. So they played Rock, Paper, Scissors at a very pivotal moment in Yu Hakusho 2 where they were deciding who was going to go next for fighting. Oh, yeah. And Kuwabara says he's a champion of it. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) He then proceeds Uh... to try to change his move faster and, like, after, like, other people have already selected. And Hiei, being that he's the fastest dude alive, is just like, yo, dog, I saw what you fucking did. Don't do that. I'm going to cut off your fucking hand. (laughs) Was this during, um, what, um... Kakashi, Kakashi, <laughs> yeah, Kakashi, <laughs> Kakashi's uh, tournament. Um, you know what I'm talking about, right? Like when they were sensing their spirit power. I don't remember. Oh, what you're oh I think I know what you're point. talking about. Oh, I'm talking about oh, the guys tournament, the arcade game. Yeah. Oh, that's different, but that is also another occurrence of rock, paper, scissors being a big fucking deal. When we actually talked about it in that episode, we brought up the idea that, like, oh, the reason this is connected to psychic phenomena is in Japan they do tournaments and people train like treat it as, like, a psychoanalytic thing rather than, mm-hmm. like, a random chance thing like they do in the West. Right. But I'm referring to during the Dark Tournament when they're choosing who's going to go next during a fight, they're doing that together. Oh, uh, okay, okay. So, yeah, there's a lot of rock, paper, scissors in Tagashi's work, apparently. <laughs> they should do some Rochambeau sort of uh, decision-making, but that's just my opinion, at least. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now we have the last match. Jonas, right, versus yep. Kilua. I always thought it was Johannes. Maybe I just pronounced it wrong. So I wouldn't be surprised if the Japanese, like, 
thing of Jonas is probably the way that you translate Johannes into Kana, maybe. I'm not sure. But that was something that ran through my mind, too, because Jonas isn't a name unless he was, like, literally reading the name Jones Mm -hmm. and then, like, not realizing that it's a long O because of the E because English has terrible, like, you know, orthographic rules was like, oh, Jonas. Do you know? Do you know if he had any relatives in, that he he mentioned? Brothers? Is that what you're looking for? Yeah, maybe he had sisters or maybe some brothers. You know, Jonas's brothers, maybe. Uh, yeah, like I think uh, Nick, uh, Kevin, they were mentioned. Yeah, I got you. Oh, yeah, did they no, live I in the year three thousand? You motherfuckers! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where where everything was underwater, you know. Recently, they've had cake by the ocean. But anyways, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, that was that was Steve Jonas. All right. Anyway, um, basically, um, Jonas, he's like, I guess, really crazy motherfucker. He was like tied up and like bound and everything. And then once they let him out, he like, Mashtani, he's like crawling back into the prison into safety. And then Jonas smashes him against the wall. He's he's very, very angry. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> it's and, um are you guys familiar with the pro wrestling term putting someone over? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So it's this idea in wrestling where in order to emphasize that someone's a new threat, they basically have them kick the shit out of someone who was previously a threat. Oh. <laughs> and yeah, so they put over they put over Jonas Hard. It probably would have made more sense if they had him kick Bendo's ass, but I guess Bendo's scared of him, so it makes sense already that he's already gotten over. But yeah, this otherwise this scene's a very weird one because like Majitani, who's already acknowledged he can't fight, is like this guy is actually not that strong, and then gets his ass kicked. It's kind of a weird choice. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it was, it was. I didn't expect it, but um, yeah, basically. Jonas walks out, and then Lorio recognizes him, and he's like, dude, Kukua, you gotta be careful. This guy is a mass killer of 146 people, and he, like, murdered them with his bare hands. Dang, like, even he the had, other they had bare hands? Bare Jesus. Claws and all. Dang. I just imagine him, like, just super glue bare hands to his hands. <laughs> It's anime. You never know, man. Yeah, Wait, you really you seen, never know. Have you guys seen Enter the Dragon? No, actually. No. Well, we watch good like TV shows here, Joe. <laughs> no, Enter the Dragon's a classic movie. The reason I bring it up is that the final fight, the main villain who is missing a hand fucking screws on a fake hand that is just a bear <laughs> paw to fight Bruce Lee. <laughs> that sounds like some, uh, some Kung Pao bullshit right there. No, it's a great movie, but that final fight scene's really underwhelming compared to every fight that happened before it. Man, even with the bare hand. Yeah, it, well, because he's like a fifty-year-old man fighting Bruce Lee. It's just like, oh. why is this the last fight? <laughs> what, what, where would you rate it on the scale against uh, the Flying Guillotine Master? Uh, I've actually never seen Master of the Flying Guillotine, but like, yeah, we'll, we'll that get shows to that, that we'll shows get to fucking that. awesome. Or that movie's Anyways. fucking awesome. So, uh, yeah, apparently um, Jonas doesn't give a fuck about the exam. He just wants to kill uh, Kilua slash anyone, really. He wants to Kilua. Oh. <laughs> Kilua. Yeah. I love it. Kilua, he, like, they're on the um, the platform, fighting stage, whatever, and Kilua is, like, acting all cute, like, okay, who goes first? And, like, all this other <laughs> stuff. And then Jonas, what does he say? Like, I'm He's gonna... like... 
He's like, I'm gonna destroy. I was like, I'm gonna enjoy this. This is this is gonna be great. It's like, gonna be one sided massacre. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, y'all made him into fucking. Uh, y'all made him into who was that pro wrestler? Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bone saw is ready. This is gonna be a one sided massacre. <laughs> I, it's like it's like I got you for five minutes. <laughs> uh, then all of a sudden, like Kila just like. In an instant, he just walks and bam, um, he rips out Jonas's heart. In an instant, and Jonas is like, "What happened? Give it back to me. It's mine." <laughs> this was like the most savage fucking part in the series, like series so far. Like it, I don't. And also, yeah. I thought because he's wearing a brown shirt, Jonas is, mm-hmm. um, and then they don't. It's like it's one of those like it's like that scene, like they cut the music off, they cut sound, and it's just. Oof. You know, the next scene you see is, like, everyone shocked. Or I think it's just Killua holding up a bag. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, wet and, and like, dripping. I like yeah. how, how he found a bag for it and everything. It's still proper. Was that it's his a, shirt? It's a t-shirt. It's yeah. a t-shirt, yeah. So oh. he's, a, he's wearing a brown t-shirt. And, like, guys, for the longest time, so when Killua rips it out and is holding it, right, mm-hmm. Um, I had to pause it, think, and stop because I swore that was his fucking ball sack it's the heart in a like a bag that is his t-shirt because he just rips straight through yeah. right um and like he's holding it in like the cloth and i thought for the longest time that was his fucking ball sack oh it's like there's like a hole in like the off his fucking nuts okay. guys like, look whoa. at it again i swear look at that thing it looks no, like he I, ripped I out ball sack from. it's bleeding it's throbbing just... like it's in a sack like... okay real quick speaking of like highly influential martial arts movies i watched a movie back in the day called the street fighter which is considered one of the early japanese martial arts movies that's hand to hand combat the main character in that movie rips a dude's balls off, like, in front of the camera and then just Jesus. throws them out a window. Jesus Christ. Man, if we had more time, I'd tell my ball sto- my ball rip-off story, but that's... that's All actually, right. Anyway. Yeah, a little, bit too, a little bit too much for this cast. <laughs> um, yeah, so basically now the, um, our team has... Oh. L- huh? oh. Question. Uh, yeah. It just occurred to me, we haven't been rating the deaths. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh shit! All right, no, this so is, this is past oh, ten out of ten. Is, yeah. To, okay, yeah. So the I guess if looking back at the death for uh, Mister Mister Tagari, Tagari, basically the show um, it I was still br- pretty brutal. So probably give it a seven out of ten, just because it's still you know the impl- the implication is big, but the manga is ten out of ten. Like the manga is like wow. I I agree. Like they think with the. Even with the censorship, I thought the shadow implication made it seem very intense and creepy, even though we didn't see everything. Mm-hmm. But just seeing everything in the manga was like, damn. Mm-hmm. It felt like my head was cut off. Oh. <laughs> so I say I was a 10 out of 10. Yeah, um, he, de- he definitely didn't get ahead in life for sure. It's crazy because you can kind of like the way that that Tagari's little like he was in the manga and anime for like three pages or whatever it was right a very short amount of time and I still kind of felt bad for him and then I did it because the way his death played out was pretty kind of cool so <laughs> <laughs> wow that's not where I thought pretty that was going cool. <laughs> um I was gonna say uh, last episode I brought up the idea that there were different people in the control room with Lippo in the manga 
Togari was one of the dudes in the control room uh, with Lippo in the manga. So, like, Lippo is just watching, like, yeah, I think I knew that was going to happen, basically, <laughs> you know? It's like, this is cool. <laughs> But, yeah, uh, no, but I, I was gonna say I give I give it a sixty nine out of one hundred. Nice, nice. Which one, Killua nice. to Jonas or? Oh no no no! Uh, the Tagari death. Tugari the one. Jonas death. I give a ten out of ten. I yeah, give a ball sack out of ten. <laughs> yeah, ball, I I have, I have two nuts. Two balls up. Two nuts, <laughs> two nuts out up. of ten. Out of ten nuts. No, ten out of two ten balls for up. sure. Yes, that's it. Two balls up. That's canonical. That was probably one of the coolest things. His hand, like, Killua's hand, like, sharpens, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it it really, like, his hand transforms just to grab the t-shirt. Man, he doesn't even get, he doesn't need to get no mani-pedis. He's just, you know, zoop. He's a one-man mani-pedi squad. Yeah, those nails are pretty, like, uh, what's the word? On point. Is that a word? (laughs) On point. point? Yes. I'm actually paying them, like, you know, all, all big cut like the like painting like colors like at like the like red and stuff like a, a dark red that'd be kind of cool nice yeah you know those giant nails mm-hmm. oh like claw nails yeah the claw nails yeah <laughs> click 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 oh my gosh um yeah so basically now our team has a lead um three to three to two um the all of a sudden this bridge appears and it leads them to this small room where they must wait for fifty hours. Yeah, since they technically lost that fifty hours from the which bet? The from um, the hand from the, the rock, paper, scissors, right? Yeah. So two day two days and twelve hours. Basically. That sucks. Damn. <laughs> so here's the thing though. Oh well. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Oh wait till the next episode. Yeah. Okay. Um Ooh. Gita Rocker is the it's, second. It's, it's like Gita, Gita Rocker. Like basically Gita. rocker is in like oh, guitar. Gita Rocker? I don't yeah. know why I pronounced it that way. No, in the Japanese one, it's even worse. It's Gita Rocker. Okay, so Gita Rocker, right, is yeah. second to finish. Um, and then Hanzo, our favorite ninja, appears and he places in third. My favorite Straight character up. in Overwatch. <laughs> Fuck that guy in Overwatch. He's great in Hunter Hunter, though. <laughs> Listen, just because you're noobish and get killed by his ult isn't my problem. God damn it! You He's know it's wrong. true. <laughs> All right. So, original manga addendum: J- Jonas was introduced with without intimidating his teammates or dragging his arms through the walls. Essentially, you know, just you know, I'm gonna be a badass and just you know, crushes the corners. Uh, the murders shared a single attribute. None of the victims were left in less than 50 pieces. Oh, God. So, yeah. And and they actually go into it a little bit. So, like, they show a little more background of him getting arrested. And then he, uh, and then the cop looks down to arrest him, and he's missing his hand meat. <laughs> I guess that's the best way to describe it. Is that really a good way to describe so it, So, is hand he meat? missing, like, the palm of Like, his there's, hand? like, a chunk out of it. Like, you know, like... It's imagine, his like, arm. Yeah, it's, it's part, oh. part of his arm, so it's arm meat, I okay. guess. Okay. I don't know why I it looks meat. like in JoJo when fucking Stroheim pulls a piece off of Kars' hand. Yeah, that like that. Yeah. Rip Stroheim. Uh, and then, you know, it was really quick for jo- Jonas's death. It was even quicker than the, the manga, it's mm-hmm. be- or the anime. Basically, it just shows him there. It's like, oh, there he is. Oop, his heart's gone. Oh, he doesn't have the whole, like, it's mine, give it back, give uh, me back my heart. I think, I think, I think it's, like, one, one frame panel. of it. Yeah, it's one oh, frame, okay. and then he just dies. I think he, like, crushes it, too. It's like, Psh. I was oh, waiting yeah, for Kilo to crush it. 
<laughs> but he just I think places yeah, he does it, crush it gently he back into. It. No, he doesn't. Yeah, in the anime. No, really? Yeah, I didn't see it. You know, I, I know it's in the model of the anime. You might have just been so stunned. You're like, oh fuck. Yeah, it could. That <laughs> no, could be probably it. Because like, he crushed it, and that's when the guy died. I thought like, he crushed. Because I remember watching the anime. He just like held it in his hands with his pinky finger extended, and he just like <laughs> kept on looking at him until Jonas collapsed. And then they wait, he collapsed as soon as the heart started beating, and then he placed the bag with the heart back in Jonas's open Hand. palm. Yeah, because yeah, he yeah. had oh, palms up. Oh, Scorpion wins fatality. Oh. I was uh, like, damn, that's cold. But then I was thinking, like, he comes from a family, right? Like in a family assassin. Assassination mm. family. So it's like they must have been have killer manners in them. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm imagining like, a, any of you guys ever see that TV show, The X's, on Nickelodeon? Mm-hmm. It's no. like that, no. except everyone's a fucking assassin. <laughs> you get to meet them later, so you're good. Um, Sweet. The, the, the murderers. Hashtag the murder crew. But I was going to say... I think I saw this is not an original observation, uh, but a lot of people compare this fight to uh, Hie versus Makintaro, like the guy whose hand he cut off, and he's like, "Wow, your reactions uh, fucking suck," and then hmm. like later stabs him through the brain. Yikes! Yeah, so this is this is like uh, Kiloa's version of that fight. Yeah, and then the last one is it skipped over the bonding in the fifty-hour room. It's basically just the. I think that might be in the next part. But yeah, that's uh, in the next part. Sorry, that's um, that's my fault. Yeah, we can just put that. Yeah, but we'll go over that in the next one. You, yeah, just copy that. It's fine. But yeah, yeah. what about the ninety nine addendum, Joe? What uh, what's the ninety nine slash two thousand slash two thousand one differences? Okay, so Larute is more like a Harley Quinn like evil therapist, mm-hmm. uh, and sort of crime is like driving people insane and shit like that. Oh. And she looks like how she does in the manga, which is less cartoonish and has red hair rather than pink hair. Like mm-hmm. her 2011 look is terrible, and like it fits with like Majitani and like not looking like the manga one as all uh, as well. Um, both of them look more serious in the manga and the 99 version. So during the physical exam scene, uh, they censor they censor the uh, physical exam by going to Lippo, looking through the you know monitors in his room, and then like the TV suddenly like stops working, and the two guards are like, oh no 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 no, we're missing it, and then and I don't then, know like, goes, I don't know if that's even grosser. Like, is this it's, implied that she just flashes them? No, like. I think it's implied <laughs> that they'd be watching like. Leorio do oh, all this shit. Oh, that's much worse. <laughs> I do think it's funny that they worked in like a very Yu Hakusho dark tournament, like Koenma at like yeah. a TV thing. Yeah, that's true. Like that it's was kind of cool. I was half expecting the guards to start making like you know like broiled squid for for Lippo or some shit. They just get they just take out their shirts and they have like one <laughs> <butt cloth. laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, Leorio thinks about asking Larut whether Kurapika is a man or a woman. Uh, while in the manga, I think instead, like, Kurapika is like, oh, fuck, we should have asked, like, you know, how old Leorio is, whether or not he's a teenager. <laughs> I think um, they mentioned that in the anime, the... too. Yeah, they mentioned oh, okay. the anime. Yeah, so uh, in this one, uh, Larut psychoanalyzes Leorio and guesses that, you know, Leorio had mentioned he was trying to be a doctor, and she's like, oh, I think your friend died, and it may, have, may, not, may or may not have been your fault, um, which, you know, crushes Leorio. So in this one, again... The death happened when Leorio was much older. It probably happened like a year ago, and his friend died while under his like amateur care while they were like trying to get a doctor to show up. So oh. that's consistent, but still like wrong to manga canon. But mm-hmm. it's still interesting that they made it consistent. 
I'm just imagining and, like a Leario putting leeches all over him. He's like, I read this in a book. It supposedly sh- should help. Oh my god! I really wish that he had just tried doing fucking medieval like medicine. It's like, oh yeah, I'm trying to uh, stimulate the phlegm production. It's like you're doing what? Yeah. Uh. You don't have enough pus in your wound, so I'm gonna put pus from my wound into your wound. So it this is it sanitary. Heals. <laughs> Real, um, real medieval uh, science there. Yeah, hashtag real medieval doctor hours. Who up? <laughs> um, but they preserve the teared into, torn into fifty pieces line, and it shows the heart totally uncovered and uncensored. They should have had a heart and not done that. <laughs> Lol. So uh, I guess, like, what are you guys' thoughts on uh, this pair of episodes? Because um, I have some thoughts regarding comparisons to Yuhaksha, some of which I've already talked about, but I want to hear mm-hmm. from you guys first. Well, besides the, the the whole molestation thing, I thought it was a really good episode. Yeah, yeah that's the biggest fucking mark on um, it. Yeah, it actually lowered my my like my appreciation for Leorio because like, oh man, it's gonna be like a be like a you know a a, a Kurabara thing, and I love Kurabara, so I mean this like lowered it. It's like, oh well, fuck this guy. Kurabara is the true gentleman. He would never do something that egregious. Mm-hmm. He did something like it, but not nearly as much. Like when Yusuke figured out during that really unfortunate transphobic fight that uh you know the person was uh transgender uh against uh miyuki um kuwabara afterwards was like but are you sure i think we should you know make better sure and then was approaching her <laughs> back end yeah I guess, well where but... he we are did not have a vote on there to be like stop that <laughs> no he didn't he didn't get hit what he probably should have but you know but yeah. now i'm thinking about it i mean couldn't every everybody was probably able to see that too so it's like the prisoners and the gang are like looking at it's like ooh that's gonna See, that's kind of disgusting. They kind of cut to everyone. They're just like, ugh, wow, annoying. Versus like, ugh, dude, don't. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. You know, he wastes so much time with that too. I'm yeah, like, that's the thing. And I know that's like ask. the point. Yeah, I forgot that Leorio was kind of a fucking douche. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he kind of like, is part of the like, especially this trick tower thing. Like, I know Tompa is, like, not a great dude either, but, like, there's some traits of Leorio, which is kind of, I kind of appreciate, not the whole feeling up someone, but, like, the fact that he's not a perfect character and not perfectly right. likable, you know what I mean? Like, he, he has his very obvious flaws, and he, he's, he feels like more of a developed character than mm-hmm. the usual side character view Hakusho. show not that not saying that Kobar isn't developed, but, like, I feel like there's more layers to each character here in in Hunter versus Yu Yu Hakusho. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think his character design kind of lends to it. Because, like, now mm-hmm. I, like, I think about it, there's a very specific character design for these kinds of, like, more slightly kind of, lack of a word, sketchy everyman yeah. characters mm-hmm. that have, like, a longer face, smaller eyes, very lanky mm-hmm. limbs. Like when you think your comparison, you're like Lupin like the Bash. Third would be a example mm-hmm. of an actual main character with mm-hmm. these traits and that mm-hmm. looks. If anyone's watched like Voltron and V Lance, he mm-hmm. has like the same like longer face, smaller <laughs> eyes, flirtatious personality. Yeah, that's true. Oh man, I need to watch that series. I keep forgetting to watch that. Kinda too, I think. Isn't yeah, it? With Spike yeah, Cowboy and Bebop Spike. is. Uh, pretty closely inspired by Lupin mm-hmm. the 3rd. Okay. So, like, he doesn't have his pervert um right. tendencies, but I would say he's probably the more like 
romantically competent. Oh, well, I don't know. His relationships yeah. are not that great. <laughs> They're, messy. <laughs> They're messy. But he isn't like a gr- gr- He isn't like a overtly pervish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Gene Starwin from Outlaw Star is right. more close to this. Mm. Dang, I need to finish that series. Outlaw Star? Yeah. Do not, actually. I love that show. The last four episodes are trash. That's cool. I'm used to, I'm used to Eva's last two, so I think I'll be fine. No, they based them off of Eva's last two, so have fun. <laughs> awesome. I'm down. All right, so anybody else got anything before we head out? Uh, Yeah, no. so real quick. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. Uh, I mentioned... Uh, so uh, I mentioned some similarities to the Yuhawk show as we were going through, but just a couple more. Um, so they have the losing to an unconscious dude or like the threat of losing to an unconscious dude, which remind me of the reverse situation, which was Kurama standing unconscious during his fight with Bakken. His fight in quotes, basically Bakken just beating the shit out of him before Yusuke gets in and rips Bakken a new asshole. Um and then Hanzo is annoyed about people getting to the end of the maze before him, the same way that Kazimaru, his his basis character in Yu Hakusho, is annoyed. Like, the same way that Kazimaru and Kibano are annoyed that Kuwabara got to the end of Genkai's maze before he, before they did. Mm. I see. Yeah, so similarities abound. Cool. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah, all right. So... Thank you so much, everyone, for listening to The Spirit Hunters. Please hit us up with questions or quests or just a chat with us at our Facebook at Spirit Hunter Pod, all one word, and at our Twitter, Spirit Hunter Pod, also all one word, or buy us some coffee at ko-fi.com slash Spirit Hunter Pod. And remember that you can listen to us either on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else podcasts aren't sold. Um, our intro music was made by Soul slash Harmoyo. Um, please check them out at their YouTube channel. Um, their, the URL is youtube.com slash Harmoyo with two O's. And our outro music is the intro music for the Arabic dub of Hunter Hunter, the 1999 series, and is actually a translation of the first Japanese ending, Kaze no Uta. Enjoy! Thank you so much, everyone! Later! Later! See you guys! Yeah.